Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, y'all, this is going to be a little bit different, and I hope y'all can hear me just fine. I'm watching my monitor here for sound, so hopefully it doesn't get too bad. I got to tell you, flat out, flat out, I'm outside in the middle of a rainstorm, but this seemed like an important thing to do. And I'm also watching the river go crazily upward at high rates of speed. <laughs> It's actually quieter than it normally is because it's so high. That's when you know you have issues. So, this is welcome to Probate Initiate number 37. Prophecy is history in reverse. That's all it is, you all. Prophecy is history in reverse. Let's get this out of the way. Three times three, so might it be, but it's a fourth turning that releases the key. I am that I am. And you are that you are and that is enough for all you others out there who think that you're part of something and don't realize what the something actually is i come to you on the level i will be plumb with my words and i will leave you in the square every time all right don't matter what your upper echelon has to say to you about what i'm saying i wouldn't say what i'd do if it wasn't true that being said, you all, prophecy is history in reverse. Somebody says, what are you doing, claiming to be a prophet? You're talking about the end of time. Yes, I am. But not in the way that the religions do. Hell, the religions only tell you half the truth. Half the damn truth. And then what truth they give you, they give it to you in such an esoteric and occult way that you think it's something different. The seals and the trumpets. I did a show a long, long time ago, you all called the seals and the trumpets and the reason why i sound the way i do is because i've been getting emails what do you think you are some kind of prophet or a seer or something no i'm a person who recognizes patterns i am a mystic that studies the esoteric the occult and symbolism i'm somebody who has multiple degrees multiple fields of study and a lot of people to go back and look at what they've done what they found what they've researched and put it all together why? Because I have pattern recognition, and I don't watch TV, so I'm not a brainwashed zombie TV addict. <laughs> How's that for that? I'm trying not to yell into the mic. I'm really trying not to, but I'm excited and flared up, man. Are you a prophet or a seer? Hell no, y'all. They're trying to compare me to a religious prophet. Now, what do you all know about me? What do I tell you my religion is? The same thing I'm doing right now. I got a cup of coffee in my cargo pocket and I got a cigarette in my hand because I don't have a cigar with me. There's my religion. Coffee and a smoke while I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> right? Anyway, so here's the problem. They're all getting indignant because their church didn't tell them about the sign in the sky. Look, y'all. Don't take my word for it. Go back and dial up a solarium to September 23rd, 2017. I've never said take my word for it. I've never said believe or disbelieve me. I said don't know or no. 
get a solarium and dial it up September 33rd, 2017. Either that or just go to BitChute and find Naughty, Bitty, uh, Naughty Beaver's video. Naughty D. Beaver's video. He'll tell you. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> you don't have to like either of us, but it doesn't mean we're lying to you. Well, my preacher would have said something. Your preacher was busy watching the damn eclipse in the news. That, and they were told not to tell you. Remember, if they have a 503C piece of paperwork, they are an agent of the government, not a... Well, truly, religion is a government agency anyway, because it's there for the sole purpose of controlling your mind and your thoughts. You know, the only difference between religious and secular government is who the name of the agency in charge. <laughs> Still government. You know, I made a Freudian slip when I actually revealed what the Catholic Church originally was, a communist church. Look at all the tenets of Catholicism and the Holy Roman Empire. It's communism. Except for it's the right kind of communism, the real kind of communism. They take everything that you have and share it and you get jack shit. You starve to death. That's the Catholic Church. That's communism. They try to sell you this utopian BS about how communism could be this utopia where everybody shares equally. It's not going to happen. It can't happen. <laughs> because the greedy-ass lying bastards are in charge. And the only way you get a communism where everybody shares equally in the work and the benefit is if you get rid of the, the greedy-ass bastards that have 98% of the resources hoarding it away from the other, other 98% of the population. Just saying. Anyway, so... Uh, no, I'm not a prophet. I'm a historian. No, I'm not a seer. I'm a mystic. I have taken science. I have taken symbology. I've taken occult and esoteric works and knowledge. Some of the esoteric knowledge was word of mouth from one person to me. At a fire, over a meal. <laughs> All right. I have to say, I can be truthful. I have had Catholics, I have had real Torah-following Jews, not the Ashkenazi that hate everybody else. You realize the Jewish people don't call people Goyim. It's the Ashkenazi that do. It's the Ashkenazi that so hate. And they hate Semitic Jews just as much as they hate everybody else. Anyway... You got to differentiate when you talk about Semitic, Jewish, and Ashkenazi because there are three different things. First things first, there's nothing Jewish or Torah following about the Ashkenazi. They follow the Talmud and the Kabbalah, not the Torah. Look at their behavior. Everything's inverted. Sabbatine Frankism. Look at what they do to the real Semites and the real Semitic Jews and the real Torah followers. Anyway, so that clears up that other email too. But no, I am not a prophet. I've never claimed to be a prophet or a seer. What I have told people for a long, long time now is I am very good at establishing patterns. I wrote a thing a long, long time ago that talked about the end of the empires in 2018. Go back and look at the fall of the banking system. The fall of everything in 2018. 
You can believe it or not believe it, but look at it. Realistic with open eyes. You know, in 1999, I wrote a book and said that they have to figure out something to distract people because the economy is so bad and they are so crooked that people are starting to notice. And the only thing that they've ever been able to come up with in history and in historical times was war. Except for this time, it's so bad and the things that are coming, they don't want people to notice. So it'll have to be a never ending war from, say, 2001 to somewhere in there until 2024, 2028. How did I know that? Because that's what they've done over time. And I also understood the signs in the sky. Revelation 12.4, September 23rd, 2017. I also understood that the Mayan calendar, December 21st, 2012, was going to be March 5th, 2021 on the Gregorian calendar. See, three and a half years later. September 23rd, 2017 to March 5th, 2021. Three and a half years. Three and a half years later, October 2024, a solar alignment described on the eye of Hende, the cross of Hende. See, all these things line up. And then you start looking at constellations and stories about the dragon and stories about the mountains and, and the Sorath, the sun demon. And the Japanese sun goddess getting angry and destroying the earth. And the Mayan god getting angry and destroying the earth. They had to pray to the jaguars. He'd open his mouth. And when he opened his mouth, it came down and was raining fire from the sky. See, it's not prophecy when you actually do the studying of history and the esoteric and the occult. Even the Bible tells you. It just lies to you. <laughs> Lies and truth at the same time. I did a whole podcast called The Seven Seals and Seven Trumpets. You want to know what's about to happen? Go read The Seven Seals and Seven Trumpets. Podcast. <laughs> read, it, read it out of the Bible, and then as you're reading it out of the Bible, listen to my podcast. I'll describe it for you. No, it's not prophecy, it's history. Prophecy is nothing more or less than history in reverse. That's all it's ever been. They give you just enough that you can't figure out what it is if you stay in their system. That's the reason why they're so adamant to the point of killing people. If you will not stay in their system. I just added a new podcast to my podcast play playlist and my no, no longer occulted playlist on YouTube. It will be one of my great, most admired people, Wayne Steiger talking to another person who I admire quite a bit and would love to get on my show to have this discussion with, David Dubine. I have been trying to get David Dubine on with me for two years now, and for whatever reason, our communications get interrupted. So if any of you know David Dubine personally, tell him that I have the esoteric in the occult <laughs> and the mythology to go with his star charts... <laughs> And scientific knowledge, but I also have that too because I paid attention. These all or nothing people, look, I have immense respect for a lot of people that I see on the internet. I watch a lot of them. I refer to a lot of them, okay? But the fact of the matter is, is if you've got blinders on and you're saying all or nothing, then you aren't paying attention. You absolutely are not paying attention. Just because... There was massive ice 
doesn't mean there wasn't massive flooding. Just because there were massive volcanoes doesn't mean that there wasn't master, uh, massive asteroids and meteors showers coming down from the sky. You think about this. Geomagnetically, we know that when we get into those situations, volcanoes erupt and earthquakes go off. You know, the ties to the other planets and the sun getting interrupted or reconnecting and disconnecting. We know that that sets off earthquakes and volcanoes because of the charge. Well, what happens when you go through that zero point? And it's, it's not going to be a few days, you all. We're in a zero point between Uranus, Neptune, Jupiter, and Saturn, and the sun. Now, you think about the scale of that zero point at the pitch point of a sand clock right <laughs> that's a long distance don't get me wrong the, the main zero point will the finite zero point will probably last about four or five to seven days if you read the old texts esoteric religious and otherwise it speaks of seven days to me that speaks of two days in or three days in one day in the middle and three days out seven days but can we know that for sure? No. We can't know that for sure. It could be seven weeks. Three weeks in, one week in the middle, and three weeks out. Could be <coughs> seven months. Three months in, one month to get across the center of the zero point, and three months out. There's no way to know. We just know it's a, a quantity of seven. And we know the dead zero point is October 24th of 2024. Well, if this was so well-known, email you all, if this was so well-known, we'd be hearing about it everywhere. Y'all that listen to me know better than that, right? How many of us have been shut up? Shadow, we're even still shadow banned. You know, I put up a post, uh, uh, my interview with uh, Jay Widener. I put it up on, on uh, Twitter, and I talked about it on Instagram, and 10 people saw it. 10 people saw it and then i did the follow-up podcast called a look at the end of time and uh eight people saw it on twitter you know how many hundreds of people follow me between instagram and twitter and i had a total of 16 people that actually saw it thank goodness people took notifications on different websites for my rss feeds and on my speaker page because even, even with that, it's only a few hundred when I've been averaging over 1,500. Y'all, I'm averaging over 1,500 listens just on Spreaker. And I had 286 for that interview and, and 300 and something for my uh, Look at the End of Time podcast. You can't, tell that's, you can't tell me that's not being suppressed. What would happen if a billion people figured it out? What would happen if a billion people figured it out? Well, truthfully, if they were Hindu or Buddhist, they wouldn't care. They know. Y'all realize that, right? The Hindus and the Buddhists already understand this. They already know. And they're not in the least bit worried. Just like me. I know. Somebody asked me in an email, well, if you know the end of time's coming, and uh, all this shit's going to hit the fan, why are you still working? Why aren't you doing this and that and the other? I couldn't tell you what all they asked me. Why aren't you worried? Well, 
if I'm in the middle of a train track and I'm glued to the tracks and a train's coming and I can't go anywhere, I can't move, I can't do anything else besides try to get people's vibrations up and explain to them that meditation is the key, fear is the enemy, if that's all I can tell them while I'm laying on the tracks about to get run over, why the hell would I fear anything? Why the hell would I panic? Look, I have seen this since I was 12 or 13 years old, just post-pubescent. I saw what was coming. Every time I've had the same ending to that vision, that dream. I say, all right, let's go eat. Walk through and there's a fire in the back and food's cooking on a fire because there's no electricity. When you've seen it your whole life, you can't be afraid of something. And in, in spite of how much fear and anxiety and distraction they're putting up on the media, you can't be afraid of that either. <laughs> you know, they're not going to use nukes. <laughs> you know, maybe they might do one locally just to scare the hell out of the population. But they're already creating starvation. You know? What should, people should be pissed off about is they've been hoarding that food and all, those hundreds of thousands of shipping containers moved on to military bases and in, in military and government storage facilities. They've been moving all that food down there to protect them and supply them and shorting us. All the good food that the labels actually are what's in the box is getting shipped down there in those shipping containers. Do you know how many tens of thousands of frozen food containers have gone missing from the rolls of shipping a couple hundred thousand at this point you think about how many hundred thousand chicken and cows and sheep and goats and pigs you think about how many hundred thousand they keep saying they're killing but think about how many of them could be hung up belly to belly or wing to wing inside of a deep freeze container that's not going to thaw out you want to know where the food's going it's going to their underground and, and their above ground hardened facilities that's where your food's going yeah they blow up a plant after they empty it out they blow up the warehouse after they empty it out have you noticed that these warehouses have been burning like hell but there's nothing in them i have it's a pattern for the last four years every time a, where a food warehouse blows up you don't see them in there pulling the food out after the fire there's nothing just an empty warehouse all the food's already gone just saying that shortage of food that we had two years ago was because they realized they were behind and they pulled stuff out of warehouses directly onto contractor vehicles instead of supplying the stores. I ain't talking out my ass, you all. <laughs> Talk to some truck drivers and ask them where they've been taking those, crate, those crates to. There are videos on BitChute and Rumble. You'll never see it on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter. Look, y'all, it's not prophecy. It's science. It's history. It's occult and esoteric works and knowledge. It's religious texts, what they actually mean. 
not the hooey fooey that they've given you to, to believe. Proof is in the pudding. Sore out the sun demon podcast. The sun, the earth, and you podcast. The seals, the seven seals and the seven trumpets podcast. The Aramon podcast. You realize that I cannot speak plainly and convey information to people. If I talked about the Aramonic influence being the end of the time and it's a group of people acting evilly for their own benefit while starving and murdering and genociding everybody else every cycle, people would be like, what? Huh? Go back to my Real Great Resets podcasts. I've talked about this stuff. Anybody that's coming on. You know, you want to help somebody? Send them to my occulted history. The Real Great Resets. Sorath the Sun Demon. The Seven Seals and Seven Trumpets. Sorath the Sun Demon. The, the Sun, the Earth, and You. Send them to David Dubine that I just put up. David Dubine and Wayne Steiger. I just put up on my uh, No Longer Occulted and my podcast update playlist on YouTube. I am using every source that I can to convey information, even if it's partial. I love the work I enjoy and I respect. Let me say it that way. The work of Randall Carlson. But he misses the, the whole point. It's not a singular event. I really do enjoy the work of Ben Davidson, but he's missing the point. It's not a singular event. I like the work of Diamond over at Oppenheimer Ranch Project. These are people I would recommend to you every day, but I don't see it as one event. Why? Because I know better. I've done multiple faceted research, both esoteric and occult, scientific, historical, And I paid attention to hundreds and thousands of people who went before me. Listen to that thunderbolt, you all, for emphasis. Did you hear it? Hear it? How's that for emphasizing what I'm saying? Huh? You know, forget your religious organizations. They're not useful to you. If they have tax-exempt status, they are an agent of the state. They are not a religious organization. They are a secular organization. And they've already lied to you about September 23rd, 2017. And they continue to lie to you about December 21st, 2012. It wasn't on the religious calendar. It was on the Enochian lunar calendar. You know, how many lies are lies enough? Seriously, how many lies are lies enough? I'll tell you right now, if you're a Native American, or if you're a tribal member anywhere in the world, that includes you aboriginals over in Australia that listen to me, every tribe in the United States knows what's coming. If you can't bring the kids with you, bring the ones you can. And remember... Sky Brothers, Earth Brothers, Water Brothers, right? You know, the Cherokee, I feel bad for her. Some of them remember, some of them don't. But you know what I was told when I was a baby? I was told if I remember the Sky Brothers, if one person remembers the Sky Brothers and what they did for us the last time this happened, 
just one, that they would help us again when the time came. Doesn't mean we're not going to suffer. Doesn't mean we're going to see a lot of deaths. You know, if people choose to go along, to get along against their own traditions, there is nothing I can do about that. I can't do anything for anyone who will go along with the people who have been trying to kill them for 400 years. I mean, come on. You're going to go along with the people who have been trying to kill you for 400 years and haven't stopped? Still trying to kill you? Still trying to make you one of them and one of their slaves in their system? When you know what your traditions say about those people? I can't sympathize. Can't sympathize in the least. I can tell you this. I'm half Cherokee and half Irish. And I know what the Sky Brothers did 12,000 years ago or so. Might have been 26 or 52,000 years. I don't know. But I can tell you this. They won't scare me when they actually show up. Because they won't look anything like the government has been trying to convince you of. <laughs> you see a big show in the sky with a lot of lights and flash and flare? Let me assure you, that's not real. Because that's not how they came the last time. The last time they came quietly, they took and protected what they said they would for several thousand years. And then they returned the descendants back. And it was all quiet. Nobody knew except for those that were contacted. Nobody knew. They took what was necessary, including some older people, and they protected them for generations. Not a hundred years, generations. And then they brought them back. Hopefully you have a story that's similar. Anyway, my whole point here is, is uh, it's not guesswork. When you can line up the sun and the planets, the only guesswork is, is will it happen sooner or later? Well, I can tell you all, I have been about three weeks off the last two years in a row. <laughs> I said it was going to happen in April last year. It happened at the end of March. I was three weeks off. I said it was going to happen at the end of April this year. It started at the first of April. I was three weeks off. So, if October 2024 is what I'm giving you for dead center date, am I going to be three weeks off again? Remember what I said, the number they keep giving is seven. Is that seven days, three before, three after, one that's terrible in the middle? Is that three weeks before and after, one week in the middle? Is that three months before and after and one month in the middle? I don't know. I can tell you this. If you look at that solarium in October 2024, we move past the first grouping of planets. Say on your right-hand side of the solarium as you're looking across the sun, we move past them first ones three months earlier. That's July. Then you got to go through... August, September, and October. October's well, it's actually June. And then you got then you got a month that you're right there in the middle, kind of in the dead zone. And then it takes you another three months to come out the other side. 
Just saying. You know, it says people will get so sick of it, they'll be begging for death and it won't come. Well, if everything is screaming and fireballs are coming down from the sky and volcanoes are going off and earthquakes, you know, my folks described it. They said the rivers broke open and turned to flame. They dried up and turned to fire. They said the two mountains to the east of us were throwing fiery rocks at each other, <laughs> flaming coals at each other for a long time. The air was so accurate it burnt your eyes and your lungs and some people died from it. The animals were so fearful they lived in the villages with the people. It threw people around on the ground like leaves in the wind. That's the description that I was given and what I should expect. Can you imagine going through that for seven days or seven weeks or seven months? Man, about two or three months into every time you get used to the ground not shaking, you get thrown on your ass again, that'd get pretty frustrating, wouldn't it? Or every time you look up, <laughs> there's stuff coming in from the sky again. People will die because their hearts will fail them. I think there's been a little regan to that story, considering what these injections and these uh, other things are doing to people. I think that's gotten rigged. Hell yeah, their hearts will fail them because their hearts have been inflamed by these injections. It's kind of rigging the game a little bit. It's just like the starvation. If you look at all these cataclysms, that have, these real resets from 79 AD on, if you look at the starvation that occurred, it's because the people who knew it was coming hoarded the food and killed off people by starving them. I mean, even the Roman army went out and wiped out a bunch of... Listen to that. How's that for emphasis? These families that know and had the history hoarded supplies in various ways that they knew that they would keep and starved the general population to preserve themselves. That's what's happening now. You know, somebody says, well, if you know it's the end of time, no. If you listen to my podcast, it's called A Look at the End of Time. I said it's not the end of time. What happens when you get to midnight on a 24-hour clock? It goes to zero, 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 one second. That's where we're at. When we get to that point, the clock starts over. It's not the end of time. It might be the end of time for 80% of the population. You know, they're talking about... The United, I don't understand the United Nations putting all this crap out other than it's just distraction. Oh, we want to wipe out 90% of the population. Well, hell, just wait a couple of years. You don't have to take food away from people. You don't have to poison people. You don't have to do genocide or democide. Just wait. Between now and October of 2025, there's going to be so much stuff going on. Odds are pretty good. 80% of the population will be gone. As a matter of fact, I would say based on esoteric and occult and religious writings... And esoteric conversations I've had with people in my history studying and my studying of mythology, I would say very good odds about 90% of the population will be gone. Now, I have said before, maybe this is a preemptive strike to try to get as many people in the ground as they can this year and next spring 
so we don't have to worry about dead bodies everywhere while we're trying to deal with all the shit coming down at us, right? Just saying. Last thing I'm going to, last couple of things I'm going to say in this podcast is this. Raja, if you want somebody that can restore your land after all this shit is over with, you've been listening to me. I'll do it. (laughs) I'll do it. Same kind of environment that I've been living in my whole life. You want somebody to do it the right way, I'm them. You want somebody who do it unselfishly, I'm them. So, uh, and you're running out of time. On the other side of that, look, y'all, be not afraid. There's one thing that we have been assured of our whole lives from the time that we took occupation of this body by whatever means we did. Whether you were born through the lightning strike, born through the veil of blood, you know, that's what it is, right? Born in the blood means that you were birthed. That means that you took occupation and connection to that body before it left the mama. The ones who rode the lightning are like me. They're called walk-ins. Not the same as possession, by the way. That's a different kind. But here's the thing. One thing we've all been assured of is that we're not going to be in this physical body forever. And death is not the only way to leave it. I got another podcast I'm going to be doing sometime here pretty soon. It's about transmutation and transformation and a bunch of other stuff. But I don't have my notes with me and I want to stick to those notes because it's important that I do. All right. This podcast is for people who have been sending me emails that make absolutely zero sense if they've listened to my podcasts. You know, and if you're somebody who's just now joining me and trying to figure out what the hell I'm talking about, you're way behind. I've got 300 podcast I've done in the no apologies enough said it starts out with uh, jab uh, it starts out with uh, ejectomania and that goes to TV programming and goes on through occulted history and the real great resets and all this stuff about Arab, the time of Aramon and the Dijal and I disagree with the imams they say, they say he has one eye that's true what do cameras have one eye. The Dijal is a large entity. It is a surveillance state. It is the totalitarian state trying to see everything you do through the one eye of a camera lens. That tells you that the Dijal is here. Has been for a long time. Now, they have the capability of putting it in a synthetic skin with synthetic hair in a robotic body now. They've had the, just saying, you all, it's out there. The technology's a lot further along than you think. But that doesn't mean anything. They're trying to scare you all with stories and mythology and inverted, inverted truth. They're trying to distract you. And people say, well, you aren't paying attention to politics. No, because it's theater. They don't want me looking at the things I'm looking at. And they don't want me talking about the things I talk about. Do I feel like I'm shadow banned? Yes, I've been shadow banned for a long time and I've actually been blacklisted, so whatever. Who cares? It's not going to shut me up. And the last point that I'm going to make to those who listen to my podcasts from those alphabet agencies and other organizations, look, y'all, just leave me the hell alone. When it happens, I will be on my back porch 
barbecuing with a wood fire. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not running. I'm not going underground with you cocksuckers because I just soon put a knife through your throat as listening to your shit. And I'm not a yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir, no sir type of person. I will not follow orders. As a matter of fact, you piss me off, I'll kill you. I don't care. So you don't want me in your underground bases where you're going to get buried alive. And I'm not going to come dig your ass out. You go down there, you ain't coming up. At least up here, I can enjoy the show. And if it doesn't take me out, I'll be here later for a long time. I'm not worried about it. And I'm not going to go out of my way to get in your way. And I'm damn sure not going to help you. Because the way that you're going about it is wrong. Always was, always will be. It's that simple. Buried under the ground, I hope it covers over your damn air holes too. Just saying, if you're that damn stupid, and you're that damn arrogant, and you're that damn inhuman, you deserve the, uh, what's coming. Me, I'm going to stay up here and have my barbecue and watch the fireworks. <laughs> Why? Because I'll have my feet on the ground and I'll have my energy balanced and anybody who's with me will. And when we go, we're going. <laughs> that being said, you all, I hope this explains some things to you. I'll get another one out to you as soon as I can over on the No Apologies interviews. Patrick and I got ours up Tuesday. Jonah and I will be doing the deep dives recordings tonight, and I will get them up to you all as quick as I can. Sorry for the delay. He had issues last week. We had communication issues all week, and my internet was out this morning or I'd have got you a show today. Folks, there's nothing to fear. They're trying to convince you that there is, but there's nothing. Nothing to be afraid of. Nothing. Whatsoever. <laughs> Man, I favor nothing. Missing nothing. Broken nothing. Absent from your lives that are needed. And uh, I'll get this uploaded as fast as I possibly can. Favor all. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.